Sister Christian, oh, the time has come. This is the CP Shit Show. This time on the CP Shit Show, we recap the CPSHL. <laughs> we kicked your asses, bitches. The boys are bumming around CP, telling you what's going on. And Diamond Dave's off to Great Canadian College Country at Muskoka Brewery. And our player profile with not one but two Chris's. And don't forget the three style and rain. All that and more on the CP Shit Show! All right, this week in the CPSHL. Well, boys, last week um, in the CPSHL, uh, our team Respect played the Thirsty Moose, and we came away with a 2-1 win. Compliments of our good friend Jeff here, who scored the game-winning goal with about four or five minutes to go. You're welcome. Woohoo! And uh, then it was a bit of a Chinese fire drill on our own end to hang on to the victory, but we got her done. And then in the second game, uh, Langevin kind of, how do I put this delicately, uh, shit-mixed uh, Hank's tire uh, with a 7 nothing uh, spanking. A drubbing. Yeah, it was it was ugly. He, uh, you thought the Holocaust was bad. This was, uh, this was something else. Send your complaints to john at the CP shit show at gmail.com. Yeah, because I think the Holocaust was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. I wasn't there. Anyway, so the next... I think, I think it was all Andy. I think Andy Tout stood uh, large. You know, you can't disc, You know, you can't discount the goalie when there's a shutout. It was 7-0. I thought you, I thought you were going to say Andy was responsible for the yeah. Holocaust. Yeah, Sorry. Even Jeff there. and I were both He's like, a nasty well, guy, but going? Holy, he ain't no Hitler. He ain't no anti-Semitic Hitler, no. So in the Sunday games, then it was Langevin and Thirsty Moose, and uh, Langevin came away with a 4-2 victory. Um, either of you guys see any of that game? Wasn't really interested. I think he was sleeping. Kev was busy interviewing people. Ah, that's what I was. And I was busy drinking beer after the game, so. Yeah, that was before the game, but uh, that was the early game. Well, I'm drinking beer all the time, I think you were at my house drinking my beer. I think both of you were, and Phil. No, I had no beer. Oh, yeah, you were drinking that red stuff. And then in late game, it was our, uh... K&M Heating Boys against the uh, Respect RX Boys. First loss of the year, lads. Not uh, Going to happen sooner or later, right? Yeah, it wasn't our finest moment. Missing Glenn on the point there definitely would have made a difference. They they kind of had their way with us in our own end. Got to uh, tip the hat to them. They were, they were pretty good. It was a very, very close game. I think the, uh, the first goal that they scored was just basically uh, on a broken play. Uh, we Respect had uh, many good scoring chances. Uh, Chucky stood tall, and uh, our goalie played his out of his mind again. Mm-hmm. It uh, just, you know, they just uh, bettered us. Uh, and then Stu Robinson, as I predicted, Stu Robinson uh, took matters in his own hands at the end and uh, salted it away with it for the 2 nothing. Yeah, our very own Phil Dolliver almost lost his mind, but he gathered himself together. He got a couple of penalties, and I was a little worried that... He, he it, is a Dolliver. Yeah. Exactly, so, yeah. Hats off to you, Phil. You kept it together and uh, soldiered through to the end of the, the game. The other Dolliver may not have kept it together. Well, Dave actually, Dave Dolliver stayed home last night. Because uh, he knew. Yeah, you kind of wonder when Dave stays home, is, is, like, is it a good thing? I think he was uh, saving it up for the beer of the week. He knew like he was going to have a long night ahead of him tonight. So, 
Well, I just hope he was at home last night. He's got his priorities straight, obviously. If he was working on the beer of the week and not hockey, then, you know, hats off to you, Dave. And that's the week that was in the CPSHL. And what a great week it was. You're listening to the CP Shit Show with Kevin, Jeff, and John. And what a shit show it is. Hello. Hey, Johnny, it's Kevin. How are you? Not too bad, bud. Hugh? Oh, well, I wonder, uh, can you do me a favor? Oh, Jesus. Dude, I can't help you move again. No, no, it's not moving again. Oh, thank God. My oh, back could, is still killing oh, me well, from that. Be. We can talk about that later. Anyways, no, this, uh, I gotta get together with you. We gotta talk about, uh, Jeff. Oh, boy, it's not that rash again, is it? No, no, no. He's, he, that's all cleared up. Uh, no, it is uh, about how long it takes him to get these podcasts out. Like, the people are asking me, they're saying, when are you going to have an episode ready? And I'm saying, well, you know, I think it's coming out, but, like, the, the cake ain't baked. Like, you know, it just takes him way too long. I hear you. I've had people hammering on me about it, too, and it's just, I, I, I don't know what to tell them. I don't want to throw the guy under the bus. He's a buddy, but, oh, my Christ, it's like watching paint dry. Well, it's like listening to a politician. He's making promises. He's not keeping them. You know what I mean? Like, so I think we're gonna have to, like, we're gonna have to have like a, a revolution or something and take over this uh, this operation. Do we have to because, cut him loose? Uh, like, should we start interviewing replacements or what's the plan? Well, I, you know, I'll, I just figure I know the first thing. You know, I, I know a guy that can get rid of a body, so we can get rid of him no problem. So replacements, yeah, McCluskey can always take over. That's we can true. Always use McCluskey. Yeah, thinking about getting rid of his body, though, I mean, the, the dogs would find him quick. The smell, eh? I mean, let's just, let's not kid ourselves. There's no way to properly get rid of that body. Well, the smell, they're used to the smell, the dogs around him, so I don't think they'd notice any difference. That is true. That is true. So what's the, what, what's the plan here? Are we just going to, we're going to have a talk with him first, or should we just put a hit out on him? Nah, I think we just get rid of him. Jacob, please step up. Jacob, your word is. Could you repeat that, please? Yes. What is the origin? Greek. F P F P F P O O F P E F P N. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Hi, I'm Captain Kirk, and I'm on the CP Shit Show. Welcome to Diamond Dave's Beer of the Week. <laughs> well, look who we have here. Dave is in the house. Well, yeah, I, I made it back. That was a long bike ride to Bay Brace Bridge. Uh, just to get some Mad Tom for Mad you guys. Tom. Oh, yummy. Yeah, well worth it, boys. I went into Muskoka Brewery, formerly known as Muskoka Cottage Brewery. Oh. And what did you find out about the brewery? Well, the brewery was founded in uh, 2016. 130 employees. It's like a 70,000 square foot in size. I've had the pleasure of drinking a few of their beer, and i got to say, on average, I enjoy all of them. Well, boys, let's crack one open. <sighs> well, let's get this to the nose. Dave's unrefined. Dave, what do you all think? Right, Jeff is. A little bit of orangey in the... In the smell? Of, yeah, Make a little bit of orange. Maybe some pine notes there. Oh, that's nice. That's a great smell. That is a that has got to be one of the best smelling beers in Ontario. You guys are really serious about the smell, right? 
What am I looking for in the smell? I mean, you, I know you don't want it to smell bad, but sometimes. I'm surprised with that schnoz you can't smell anything. <laughs> I'm really that just shocks Touché. the hell out of me. Yeah, I I uh, I like the smell. I wish they made a car freshener like that. Because oh, yeah. I would have that in my car. Yeah. Be getting Shh. DUIs all day. That's our, that's our million dollar idea. Shh. Don't anybody you out can't there pull me over because my old car smells like it all the time. Yeah. It's not me, Asifer. Yeah. It's a smelly thing. All right. Well, let's uh, let's uh, take a sample off this. Get it to the lips, boys. David, mm, that's very smooth. It is smooth. Very smooth. A little bit of a lingeringness, bitterness after, but no, nice. I, don't, I don't find this one bitter. No. Nope. No bitter aftertaste? Nope. No, no. No, I don't, Johnny? I don't see it. This is, uh, I, here comes the beer snob in me. This this beer is very well balanced, bitterness, taste, and uh, hop flavor in it. It's That's why it's probably my favorite IPA in Ontario. I think I understand now what you mean about the balanced because you don't get that spike of, of the hops. It's just there and it's part of it, you know? I like it. I find, uh, I agree with Dave, like it's got a... A great uh, start and it does have a bit of, of a bitter aftertaste but that is the IPA like and you'll find that most IPAs that are not well balanced have a very bitter finish and I think that's why a majority of people don't like IPAs um, unless you're a real beer guy yeah for sure there's a I, I have a friend of mine that uh, has a brewery in the US and that's they were never a big fan of IPAs because they were sort of they see them as beers that are they're shitty beers that people mask with hops yeah, so you know there's so many beers Dave you're the same I'm sure you you can yeah. chime in have how many beers you've had that were over hop that were yeah. you know just they're the hops have are trying it once to, and not have it again yeah mm-hmm. you're, the hops are trying to hide something there the hops in this mad tom are, are oh, trying to accentuate it it's great very so, balanced have these guys won awards like uh they have last actually week? they've won uh was the u.s open beer championship in uh, 2017 Woo! and they're like the say they have uh muskoka brewery was named one of canada's 10 top most admired Corporation cultures of 2016. Not just breweries, you corporations. Know, so, for, so that yeah. would be like the second Canadian to win a U.S. Open. Yes. <laughs> we were looking for that. Shout out to Bianca. Woohoo! Um, explain to me the uh, IBUs. IBUs. This IBUs 55. Okay. So how does that work? Beer snob. Oh, you're good. <laughs> yeah. Beer snob. Beer snob. Can you get all in any time? So it stands for International Bitterness Units, okay. and it's basically just a measure of how bitter the beer is. So hoppy beers generally have higher IBUs because they put the hops in and they release their magic in there to increase the bitterness. Okay, so, so will a... Um, Coors given... Light would have like a negative 50. Right, okay. <laughs> so Not are you only going to see IBUs listed on... Um, IPAs or nope. all beers, all beers. Okay, all beers. I think Rose no one, yeah. beers all have them listed. Yeah, most of them. Most of any of the craft breweries that okay. are putting out cans will have it on the can. Yeah. They'll have that in the ABV. It's kind of like the flex on a stick. You kind of get used to what you're. There you go. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent analogy. Okay. We forgot to review the color of this beer. Oh no, no, we never no, forget, we Dave. No, no, we hadn't got to it oh, yet. Oh, jeez, Dave, what do you think of the color of this beer? <laughs> the color is wonderful. It's like this burnt orange color. I love it. It's like a sunset. Very yeah. good fall yeah. beer. Yeah. Here, boys, cheers. It's like to this beautiful it's like orange man color. Kool Aid. Really, I love getting together with you guys and drinking beer. Yeah. Everybody wondered why we wanted to Move do a podcast. This is probably the main reason why. 
gives you an excuse to get together and drink beer. Yeah, it's science. So right? it's research. John, they say this beer is a West Coast IPA style. Yeah, so that that's more of a reference, I think, to the hops that they use in it. Like a lot of Centennial and Cascade is grown in the west coast of the U.S., so that's what they use to hop it the as type opposed of hops to from the west coast. Yeah, okay. for sure, the old yeah. world hops are like Goldings and that from the U.K. that make beers more bitter but not hoppy. But the west coast ones that are they smell good, they taste good, they taste citrusy. That's kind of the west coast sort of stuff. So not the mosaic from last week. Oh no, Jesus! No, no, I don't know about no, that. <laughs> the, these hops are uh, Chinook and Centennial. Ooh! Yeah. And if you if you're looking to drink beer and eat food, they suggest spicy dishes, rich aged cheese, bold burgers, and smoked fish. Now I'm getting hungry. I could, a, uh, I, I could I could see this beer. Things. I could see this beer going down with a really nice burger. Yeah, for sure, yeah, for sure. Where's McCloskey? <laughs> Get the grill going, McCloskey. Get the grill going, <laughs> yeah. Not getting any beer, though, McCluskey. This is too good for you. But this beer also has malts in it. I don't understand. I, I did a little bit of research. They have, like, a Crystal 15, a Crystal 40, a Maris Otter, Dextrous Pills, and a two-row pale malt. Come on, beer snob. Tell us what that means. Okay, so there's no crystal meth so in the it. I'm good. <laughs> two roll... A lot of crystal there, but... So the two-row pale is what most beers would have is the basic malt in them and the other ones like the crystal and the maris otter are ones that just build up the body and the flavor of the beer so that again it it's like an ipa that doesn't have a lot of malty mouth feel to it would have two row and hops this one has got the thing that and the crystal helps improve the color as well too i think it helps the smoothness of it too that Dave's was, got it. Yeah. See, that was one word answer from Dave. Smooth. Fifty-five words Very from smooth. me makes Woo! no sense. Yeah. <laughs> That's why Dave's our expert, and I just yeah. ramble on here like a jackass. No, come on. Only a couple of us think you're jackass. There's only a couple of you here. Exactly. So, all in all, this beer is well balanced yet true to style. West Coast IPA, dry hop with a strong bitterness and moderate grapefruit and pine flavors. Delicious. So, David. On the DLR rating, how what do you give it? I I gotta give it a five because I could drink this all night. Jeffrey, well, uh, I like beer and this is really good, so I give it a five. Good man, good man. I was worried you were not <laughs> going to give it a five, and well, we'd, that'd be what, another though? reason to reject you from this podcast. Now, hold on. I don't want to. I don't want to hold things up here, but last week. We gave it a four. Like, where are we going with this? Is, well, oh, we're gonna we'll have get to... some shitty beers soon. <laughs> okay, I hope worry. so. I hope so. Good. Yeah, some of the is... ones you drink, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Johnny, what do you think? What's your rating? Uh, it's got to be a five. I shouldn't say that. No explanation needed. This is my all-time favorite IPA. Um, yeah, hands down. I think, anywhere. I think we already knew that. I spoke over Yeah, I travel a lot. That sounds snobbish. That's the way I was intending it. I've had a lot of IPAs, and yeah, this one is still... a lot of leather-bound books. <laughs> <laughs> My house smells of rich mahogany. And Kev, what do you think? Well, yeah, I got to admit, I, uh, I do pass this one by in the beer store quite often. I look at it. I don't know whether it's the can, the marketing, what it is. I'm thinking, eh, I don't know if I'm into an IPA. It looks, it looks to me that it's going to punch me in the face, and so I pass. But after trying it tonight, I will definitely put it in the cart and take it home with me. I give it a five. All right. Well, I mean, there's not a lot of math involved here. I think this yeah. comes out with a big Diamond Dave five, five star rating. Yes. 
try it at home. Well, thanks a lot, Davey, for dropping by, as always. And uh, what do you got for us next week? Well, I already got it, boys. I happened to load up the cart with some uh, Twice as Mad Tom, so we can oh. uh, enjoy this twice. Oh, well, you know, safe ride home. Yes. Keep the light on, and we'll talk to you next week. Hey, Jeff, Jeff, I may need to borrow your pump. My uh, tire's going to fly. Hey, did you guys see that movie, uh, Four Christmases? Oh, hold on. There's nobody even here. All right, let's just do two Chris's. I'm here with Chris Bartlett, and uh, I wanted to ask you the top nine questions of the week. All right. So, Chris, uh, where do you work, and what kind of work do you do? I work for a little company in Ottawa called CCX Technologies. I am the founder of that place. We do cybersecurity for aircraft. Very cool. Very cool. Um, what profession other than your own would you like to try? Uh, ideally, something outdoors, like a uh, like a, a canoe guide or a kayak guide or something along those lines. Wilderness guy. Wilderness guy. Excellent. Uh, what are you not very good at? <laughs> uh, a lot of things. Um, not very good at uh, breakaways. Uh, <laughs> As evidence of tonight. Tonight. <laughs> Uh, yeah, amongst others. And uh, who was your favorite hockey player growing up? Uh, Lyle Odeline. Ah, <laughs> Vancouver or Montreal? Montreal. Okay. And uh, who is your favorite player in the CPSHL? Uh, Wes. I think he's the guy I've played with the most in my uh, illustrious career here. He's been my line mate, I think, more often than not. Nice. Uh, what is your favorite movie of all time? Uh, Shawshank Redemption. Okay. What's your favorite beer? Uh, any of the white water, pretty much. Uh, just not some of the uh, recent ones that they've started putting out. Uh, I think there's a recent citrus uh, one of some sort that I tried that I didn't, I didn't like. But uh, go to uh, the uh, Farmer's Daughter is probably my go-to. All right. Lots of people like Farmer's Daughter. So do I. <laughs> uh, let me know a little-known fact about yourself or a myth that you'd like to debunk. Uh, the myth is uh, I'm actually a nice guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. Uh, uh, well, I can I can vouch for you. You are a nice guy. And uh, what do you like most about Carlton Place? Uh, Carlton Place. Uh, that you don't live here. I <laughs> don't live here anymore. I still have my house here. Um, but when when we did, we loved uh, loved the community here actually, and miss it. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Chris, for doing this, and we'll see you on the ice. Thanks. I'm Chris Smith, and you're listening to the CP Shit Show. All right, Chris, I'm going to ask you the tough nine questions of the week. So, uh, where do you work, and what do you do? I work for a tire distribu- distribution uh, company, and I'm the ma- warehouse manager. Uh, and what profession other than that would you like to try? Lawyer. Lawyer. Any particular reason why? No. You just get to lie a lot? I, I, or just like to argue. Oh, you like to argue. All right. I object. Uh, what are you not very good at? Making money. Making money. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? Uh, who was your favorite hockey player growing up? Jimmy Roberts. Was there players actually hockey back when you grew up? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, who is your favorite player in the CPSHL? And I'm pretty sure I just fell off the list, right? Yeah. No, I like everybody. I'm, I enjoy the league. I have a good time playing it. I look forward to playing in this league. What is your favorite movie of all time? Zulu. Zulu. I don't think I've seen that one. I'm going to have to look it up. 
Uh, do you have a favorite beer? Uh, Guinness. Guinness, all right. Uh, give me a little known fact about yourself or something, a myth that you would like to debunk. I was involved in a uh, terrorist attack uh, in, uh, in Scotland, coming home from a trip. Uh, a couple of idiots uh, drove a truck through, uh, through the front door and tried to blow up the airport. So we were stranded there overnight. So is that a fact about yourself or a myth? That's a fact, my friend. Yeah. I was on the BBC News the next day. And they were interviewing people as we came back to the airport. And I just got picked out of a crowd. And, and then my wife's family uh, called the next day and said they saw us on the news. Cool. So you're a celebrity. Apparently. Uh, give me a... Um, sorry. What do you like the most about the town of Carrollton Place? I grew up in a town like this, small town, uh, know a lot of people, a lot of good people here and like that. So when I moved from Quebec to Ontario, I looked for uh, a place like that I grew up in. Current places just like that. A lot of good people here. Very nice. Well, thank you very much, Chris, and we'll see you on the ice. You got it, my friend. Hey, podcast people, we got some special stuff going on this week. We had uh, some milestones reached. Mr. Terry Bootsma and uh, Stu Robinson both Woo-hoo! both reached their 500th point. And, uh, Five, it, no, it was 900. What? That's 900. That's way too much. All right, so they got their 900 points. Um, Terry Bootsma, I'll mention his name first because he's been around longer. Not to say that you're old, Terry. You think you know what I'm talking about? I'll say it. <laughs> you say it. Terry reached that milestone on September 12th, and Stu reached on the 8th. So congratulations to you guys. You guys are the best. Yeah, 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 yeah. Woo! And I hope to get there one day. You'll be waiting a while. And here we are with our three-style and 30-second rant. Here's what bugs me. Toronto Media. Why in the hell, when I live in Ottawa, do I have to have 24-7 Toronto media? Mitch Marner. I don't give a rat shit fuck about Mitch Marner, whether he signs or doesn't sign. You know what? This is Ottawa. I care about the Ottawa Senators. If I lived in L.A., would I give a shit about the Yankees? No. This is fucking Ottawa. I want to hear Ottawa news. I don't give a rat's ass about Toronto. Suck a bag of dicks, Toronto. And that's what's bugging me. You know what bugs me? Lottery people. I'm trying to pay for my gas. And these people show up. And they want a certain ticket. I want that ticket. Oh, give me the extra. Oh, let me scratch it. Let me touch it. So it gives me luck. Get out of my way. All I want to do is buy my gas or my milk or whatever it is. I don't need to see a lot. Make a separate line for the lottery guys. Actually, give them a pile so they can just throw their money into it and waste it like that. That's what bugs me. You know what bugs me? People that park like right next to me. I go to the movies, taking my bride out, you know, find a nice parking spot away from everybody. Inevitably, a family pulls up next to me. They got some snotty-nosed kids in the back seat. They're all excited to go in and see The Lion King, so they boot their car door open. They bang it off the side of my car. They want to go in and get some popcorn and some friggin' other sugar stuff to wind them up for the evening. Just park anywhere else. Just don't park next to my car. That's what bugs me. That's what bugs us. What bugs you? Drop us a line, the CP Shit Show at gmail.com, on Twitter at the CP Shit Show, or on Facebook, Facebook.com, the CP Shit Show.
boys are kicking around CP. What's going on? I'll tell you what's going on. What's going on? Oh. <laughs> what's going on? What's going on, John? So I see they've broken ground, boys. I was touring around the other day at the new uh, Comfort Inn. Is that like breaking wind? Woo! No, no, it is not. So what the hell are you talking about then? <laughs> That's when a construction company starts building things, Jeff. They call it breaking ground. Goody. Oh, Jeff's excited. Like a trained seal. Ooh. Yes, it's a, com- it's a Comfort Inn that it will be going in at uh, the corner of Coleman. And McNeely, I believe. Yes, it is right between the Shoppers Drug Mart and the Bean Chevrolet. Two fine establishments who have not sponsored the podcast. Yeah. Did, you didn't mention the other place with the uh, with the cat, right? The yellow place with the cat? No, no, no jungle cat, yellow jungle cat references this week. No Hamilton Tiger Cat lookalikes. So, so how what, many uh, rooms is this lovely establishment Well, it's apparently have? supposed to have four levels and 72 rooms. I so you, I are going to say four rooms. Well, four rooms there by the hour, that's, by the minutes. That's John's hotel. <laughs> exactly. Rentals by the 15 minutes. If you stay for 14, you get the 15th for free. Uh, I did also uh, find out that the uh, they have two phases, that there will be a separate pad, and that separate pad is going to be a well-known roadhouse that's going in there. So like a kind of a, like a bipolar hotel? No, no. Like oh. a restaurante. Oh. Yeah. Are they going to resurrect Jeff Healy and uh, Patrick uh, Swayze? Yeah, I want to be the cool guy that comes in there, Sam Elliott, uh, with the mustache. Maybe your band could play behind the cage. That would be cool. In Carlton Place, I I could see that. There's a cage? There was a cage in Roadhouse. You didn't see the original Roadhouse? Oh, How did we get here? We're off track again. Oh, my God. We've gone off the rails. <laughs> so thoughts, boys. Do you think the town needs a hotel, or uh, are we well served by the ones of Highway 7? Well, since, I, can't, since, I can't even sell that. Since the Pawn Motel closed, uh, I think they are in need of a hotel. Uh, one of the things that uh, is good about having a hotel that does come to the area is uh, they will be able to sponsor more uh, weekend hockey tournaments for both the girls' leagues and the boys' leagues in town. Uh, typically, they've only been able to hold one-day tournaments uh, at, the, at the CP Arena. Well, not only that, but you get people staying out of town, and that's not good for business, right? We want them here. We've got a lot going on in this little town, so yeah, we exactly. want them here, yeah. Yeah, I know the Grand Hotel there right at the corner is a nice boutique hotel for weddings and that, but it doesn't have, I mean, if you have a wedding with, you know, 100-plus people, even if you've got a wedding with 50 people, they've got, you know, dozen, dozen, couple dozen rooms that you can't have everybody in, in that hotel. So, nice hotel. I've, I've stayed in there myself, but yeah, for, for all the peripheral, all the loser guests, I guess, you need another hotel that uh, is for the common folk, the regular Joe, the working class, you know, from out of town. And even if you've got family coming down for Christmas and that, you don't want them in your own damn house with their smelly dogs and they're burning your Christmas tree down and their toupees. You know, they exactly. got to go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's uh, just what this town needs and a long time coming too, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Gev's definitely right there with the tournaments and that too. I think that's, that's going to be big. And hopefully that leads to us uh, maybe getting some upgrades in the arena as well. I think uh, I'm looking forward to the roadhouse myself too. Like I think uh, is it going to be a proper roadhouse? It, yeah. Apparently, it uh, the quote that I read was that it's they've got they're interviewing a, a couple of well-known roadhouses. One might have the initials BP, and uh, they were planning on going in there or perhaps over on the other side where the new beer store is. Uh, but there, if they don't go, there will be another well-known roadhouse going in there. I thought those guys just polluted the Gulf of Mexico. They're actually into restaurants, BP. Hmm. 
Yeah. Good to know. See, you learn things on this podcast. Absolutely. That's why we're here. I was hoping for Montana's or maybe uh, Kelsey's, something like that. It too. could be a Kelsey's. That was the other one I heard too. too. Yeah. Would you consider an Eastside Mario's that type of uh, establishment? Oh, that'd be sweet. The Eastside Mario's and the Montana's are owned by the same group. It's the recipe group. So uh, if that group is one of the groups that's involved, it could be either or. Kelsey's is a different uh, group altogether. Right. Uh, I'd like to see an Outback Steakhouse in there, just for old times' sake. Crikey, that'd be good. Well, you know, it will take away from local um, businesses in that, you know, when these big places move in, the little places seem to uh, like to complain about that. I think it's good for the good for the town overall. You got to evolve with everything. Yeah, competition is always good, unless you're a dirty commie. Well, that's pretty much it for this week. Just a small note to our listeners that the CP Shit Show will be taking a short break next week. Uh, the Shit Show Studios will be undergoing some expensive... Uh, okay, sorry, that's extensive upgrades. Um, due to a small grievance by the union of non-unionized podcast workers, let's see, uh, we're basically being forced to install a heated bike rack and also a bigger recycling area for the beer cans some mood lighting and a yoga studio guys how the hell are we supposed to be paying for all of this hey thanks for listening to the cp shit show if you liked it why don't you reach out to us even if you hated it hell we don't care reach out anyway Send us an email at thecpshitshow at gmail.com, on Facebook at facebook.com, thecpshitshow, and on Twitter at cpshitshow. And of course, you can find us on Spotify or wherever fine podcasts are sold. Well,